1: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks post-game podcast. I'm about to tell you the score of this game, and I'm not misspeaking. The Hawks lose 8-1 to the Arizona Coyotes. 8-1. We're going to get into all of it. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you staying up late with us. That's a big commitment from you after a game like that. The Hawks haven't earned your support, so hopefully we have. Uh, make sure you smash that like button for us. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page as well. Podcast listeners, make sure you are following and subscribed on your favorite podcast app, and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Greg, can we spend this entire show just talking about the first twenty eight
0: seconds of the game? Because that looked really good. That was amazing. We'll always have. <laughs> we'll always have that. Those twenty seven seconds or twenty eight <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Yes, that was fun. Ah, oh, the birds were singing, the sun was out. Boy, and then hockey legend Michael Carcone. Oh
1: God, just Michael Carcone, duck it to us. I'm looking at the uh, PHNX. Uh, they just tweeted out their show link, and the, the title of the show is Carconed. You got your ass kicked by Michael Carcone, and you said it before we started. It's not like it was Clayton Keller or Nick Schmaltz, or any of these... Those guys were pretty much invisible. Yeah, any of these It was a bunch of
0: plugs whooped your ass. It's so bad. That was so bad. (laughs) Liam O'Brien had one eye, and he still scored
1: a goal (laughs) on you. We had the Nick Foligno fight, too. That was an exciting moment. Yeah. But holy cow. I mean, if you watch the pregame show, I've been talking about this game for weeks. How much I've been looking forward to this game, not only because of uh, Cooley versus Bedard, but it was going to be the first time we saw the Hawks play an opponent that was pretty much on their level. That wasn't like a true Stanley Cup contender or Stanley Cup champion or undefeated team. And I think I said in a pregame show, too, they should expect to go in and win this game. Apparently they did. They thought they were just going to roll out the pucks and recreate for 60 minutes and walk away with two points. It's the same shit that happened in Montreal. Well, this for, I'm sorry. No. And for the first time I'm not qu- I have questions for Luke. How does this happen? How does this possibly happen again after this happened in Montreal? How do you not see them this morning at the morning skate and say, I want to remind you guys, last time you thought you had a game in the bag before the puck even dropped. What happened? I want to remind you and it's not going to happen again. We can't have that happen again. They come out. Connor Bedard scores 28 seconds into the game. The Hawks look like they've got, you know, they come out guns blazing. All of a sudden, the Coyotes tie it a few minutes later. And from then on, it is as if the friggin' Dynasty Montreal Canadiens rose from the dead. They're not all dead, but a good portion of them are dead. And just skated circles around the Hawks. Soderbloom was bad.
0: Everybody was. I can. I can list. I can list the entire team. It was honestly. A te- it was a team effort of yeah. suckiness. Yeah, uh, it was pretty much top to bottom. Not, not good. Um, so I guess the lesson here is not only. Uh, should we never expect this team to win a game? They definitely should not. Because their two worst games of the year, were against the two worst teams they've played yep. as far as roster wise. Now. The Arizona Coyotes looked like, you know, the the, the nineteen eighty eight Edmonton Oilers out there tonight. Michael Gret Carconi ski <laughs> out there. Uh, <sighs> Could we call him Carconi Bedard? No, because <laughs> uh, he had more goals than Connor Bedard. Um, it's. I don't. I'm not gonna be hat throwing or, or 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 screaming or yelling. It's just frustrating. Lose to the Coyotes on the road, fine. Yeah. If it's 4-2, 4 well, four two four three, fine. Give up eight goals because Clayton Keller scores four of them and Nick Schmaltz has two and Logan Cooley has two. I could even settle. I could I could digest that a little better. Yeah. But Michael (laughs) Carcone, who the fuck is (laughs) Michael Carcone? He doesn't even know. It's not a real guy. He's like, oh, it's not a real person.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Brutal. Well, as we do every game, we let you choose the uh, four star of the night and good luck. Uh, The three stars. I didn't even look it up. Who cares? They're all Coyotes. Uh, your four star nominees. one Bedard. of them was Michael Carcone? <laughs> I bet you're right. Uh, Connor Bedard with a goal, three shots, four shot attempts, eighteen thirty three of ice time. Seth Jones with an assist, five shots, ten shot attempts, twenty three forty six and minus two of ice time, minus two and a game he lost eight to one. When you played twenty three minutes, is impressive. Nick Foligno minus one, he won a fight handily, seventeen zero five of ice time. Also had a nice chance at the end of the game there. Um, That dude just comes out and plays hard, and and he was one of the few. And I'm really looking forward to some of the quotes rolling in uh, from Arizona after this one because that was was real bad. And we saw Luke getting fired up with the referees on the bench. Uh, I want to see him get fired up with his team. I really do. Like, this can't – look, of all the crap we went through last year, of all the bad games and all the losses and all that stuff, I never felt this way after a game last year.
0: No, I mean – it also helped that like 8 to 1 la- losses last year were celebrated. <laughs> it was like, "Yay! Sure. Yeah." Yeah. One but no, it's just we've now got two games on the year that we've questioned the effort of this team. Maybe two all of last year. Yeah, we just didn't see that a lot last year. Yep. You know, to get the quick start, to get the goal by by Bedard, you're thinking, all right, that's a really great start there. I was feeling pretty happy. I had a three leg parlay. Hawks, uh, Connor Bedard, anytime goal scorer. Hawks score first. Hawks win the first period. I'm thinking, holy cow! All right, as long as this score holds. For the next 19 minutes and 32 (laughs) seconds, I just won my bet. So it's your fault. Before I got that out of my (laughs) mouth, they'd given up the first goal to Michael Carcone. Okay, I am going to yell a little bit tonight. I lied. But, yeah, this, you're starting to see some things. I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not concerned about Luke Richardson. No, but not you at all. Are seeing some things where you're like, "What exactly are we doing here?" Um, I know. I mean, why change the lineup at all? I mean, I know it's just Anthony Sioux for Boris Kachuk. But usually, when you win, you you stick to what works. And
1: Kachuk's been good. There's that no fort, reason he that, should that, be that sitting. That
0: whistle, Johnson Kachuk line was really good. Anthony
1: Sioux was just ass tonight. He's
0: a bad hockey player.
1: Minus three, one shot. He's a bad hockey player. Uh, 12.38 of ice time. That's a non-factor. I, I'm, I'm
0: tired of of watching him. How are you minus three in 12 minutes? Because you're bad at hockey. That's, that is unbelievable. I'm tired of watching him stick handle his way right to the front of the goalie and just, just flick it into his pad. I'm tired of watching him skate really fast and skate himself into a position where he can't shoot. Right, he's not good. He's fast. That's it, and that's it. It's like we There's said. There's nothing to it. there. He he has he doesn't
1: know how to use his speed. Use your speed and, to get in, to chip the puck in and go get it. Use your speed to blow past the defender for a stretch pass. He just skates and there, there was a moment in the third period where he had, it was like a two-on-one, and he went doot, 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 right into the goalie. He, like, just yeah. basically passed it to the goalie He's harmlessly. Hey, you
0: take this, freeze this, we need to face off. It's like,
1: what What are you doing? Put the friggin' shot on net. And that was the thing that was going on all day. But we, uh, the other thing we saw, too, Arizona scouted this team well. They were kicking their ass cross-slot. Back yep. and forth across the slot, they had solder bloom moving to the
0: weak side yep. all night long. It was there, and the Blackhawks never adjusted. Again, that's on the guys behind the bench. Yeah, you got to spot that, and you got to make a change. You got to tell, do something. Like they just, they kept running the same play, and it kept working. Yeah, cross, cross crease, cross slot, whatever you want to call it,
1: making solder go post to post, post to post. He made a couple decent post to post saves, but they were just desperation, and they were just. You know, he just happened to get a piece of it. There was no answer in this one, and I just can't. And Pace Setter says, "Tyler Johnson minus three in I eleven didn't even minutes." Know he was
0: on the ice. That's, tonight. that's. I don't know. It's tough. It's like, tough. I don't know how. It's hard to do. Again, you're not a minus three against Clayton Keller.
1: Here we go. A couple quotes rolling in. These both from Mark Lazarus. He says both Seth Jones and Nick Felino seem to think the Blackhawks took the Coyotes for granted. Jones said, quote, we're in no position to take anyone lightly. Seth Jones on what the Blackhawks tell Arvid Soderblom after that one, quote, that's our bad. We played like shit. There's a leader. There is Seth Jones stepping up and saying what it is. Yeah. He's saying what it is. That's it. They assumed victory, and they laid their goal. And look, Soderblom was bad. Let's, let's was. make no mistake. It was a bad game he for him. But he wasn't getting much help.
0: No, no. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of fingers to point at. Uh, Soderblom did his part <laughs> in this embarrassing <laughs> yeah, loss. He played his role too. Yeah, he did. There were a couple of those where it was like, dude, just make the save. Well, another one was like he had the puck under him and he kicked it right out in front of him. Yeah, there like, were. He was he was swimming all night.
1: There he were was a uh, there were a lot of those moments where I talk about this often, where you watch hockey as often as you watch hockey, and things just like look like a glitch. Like what? How did? How was that a goal? How did that go in? Yeah, there were three or four of those in this
0: like, game. The, the hat trick goal for Carcone was the dumbest goal I've ever seen. That's not his fault. No, it right. hit off the top of the net. Usually, when it hits the top of the net, it just lays there. Yeah, and the whistle blows. Right, it's the top of the net, then the crossbar, then his back and goes in like. That's the point where you're just. That was the point of the game where I was like, "This is dumb. Like if this <laughs> if this was a PlayStation game, I would have hit the. I would have. I would have hit power and thrown the controller <laughs> across the room. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I, that's like a, there were a couple moments. It's a rage quit. Th-
0: there's a couple moments tonight where it looked like Arvid Soderblom. You were controlling the goalie, and then the controller died. Where he was just kind of like drifting out of position. It it wasn't good. Um. Ugh. Yep. So much, you said it, buddy. <laughs> so much, blech. and then the worst part—not the worst part, but a bad part—is they gotta they gotta sit on this until Saturday. Saturday, there's no like. It's one thing if this is the like you you're back at a game tomorrow or Wednesday, you gotta sit on this and let this. F- I'm telling you, Saturday it's our takeover. We're gonna be in a good mood. We're gonna be hanging out with our diehards. They better be, that better be the best first period this team has ever played. Yeah. Because if not, something's wrong internally. You got embarrassed. Now you're back on your home ice. You're playing a much better team. Yep. team that was Stanley Cup finalist last year. We all know that great, uh, great run they had last year. They're off to a pretty solid start again.
1: They're in, they're in sixth place in the Atlantic, and are 4 4-3-1. and one.
0: <laughs> It's like, Jesus, what are we going to do? <laughs> so they're going to have probably three practices between now and then. I can't imagine least, them yeah. practicing tomorrow. They're going to be getting in super late. Uh, and then you get um, – they'll practice Wednesday, Thursday for sure. Maybe not Friday. Give them a day off before the game. Maybe now they'll. Maybe yeah, now. Yeah. I think maybe not pri- I don't know. Yeah, I, I. You're gonna have a lot of time to work on things, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. It seems that every time the Bears have extra time to work on things, it, it's it's bad. It works out great. Um. Yeah. So, you know, you got to figure out a way to just get this one out of the, out of your out of your system. It would help if you were playing you know, less than five days from now. Yeah. But it is what it is. Go home, take your kids out trick-or-treating, or or go take Mackenzie Entwistle out trick-or-treating. Connor Berdard. Yeah, someone has to. He wouldn't eat any of that stuff anyway.
1: (laughs) Um, He likes when he gets pencils and apples.
0: Yeah, he's the one who wants the pennies. (laughs) Uh, Excuse me, do you have any cliff bars? (laughs) But, uh, you know, you got to get out of your system, go home, for those of them that have the young kids, enjoy your Halloween, and then get to work. Yeah. Saturday's first period better be the best damn first period we've seen. And I don't want it to be Bedard scores on the first shift again and then nothing happens the rest of the night. Because that's that's the same thing that happened in the home opener. Bedard gets that early goal on the power play 90 seconds in, and then they only got one more goal the rest of the night. It's like they don't capitalize on that. I just don't know how a team can go from beating – the Vegas Golden Knights, their first loss of the year in their building after falling down 2 nothing and turning into whatever the hell that was tonight.
1: They battled in that game. They did not battle in this one. Nope. That's, not, that's not a fact. for a second. Well, well you well, mentioned getting it out of your system. You know what helps you get it out of your system? Fiber. Fiber. You know where you gets the
0: Fiber. You can get some fiber from Hero Bread. Damn right, you can. You know what you should have been doing tonight instead of watching the second and third period of this hockey game? Making a sandwich. <laughs> making a sandwich, my friend, no matter what you want to put in between those two pieces of bread in your sandwich. You should start off with the foundation with your Hero Bread. Why? Well, because the bread is soft, it's fluffy, it's delicious. Some may say even say it's scrumptious. Ooh, That's a I would word. say that. It's also, as you mentioned, high in fiber and ultra low net carbs, or zero grams of sugar per slice. So it's better for you, it tastes great. I don't know what you know the downside is on your hero bread. yeah it's whether, whether you want peanut butter or jelly, whether you want a ham sandwich or turkey, maybe a tuna salad. start with the hero bread. And right now, you can get 10 percent off at hero. Dot co by using the promo code CHGO. Hero makes more than just sliced breads. They also make buns for your hamburgers and hot dogs, your brats. They also make tortillas for your tacos and your burritos, whatever you want. Or maybe if you just want to slap water out of your friend's mouth. They got a tortilla for that, too. <laughs> yes, they do. It's all available at Hero.co and also Amazon if you don't want to buy it directly from them. Fewer calories than the leading national brand. And plus 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. You're going to feel more full after a Hero sandwich. Right now, Hero Bread is offering the CHGO family 10% off their very first order. Just go to heroes.co and use the promo code CHGO to save on Hero Bread today. That's hero.co to save 10% off today. And if you watch that
1: Hawks game, chances are you threw up all over your floor, (laughs) and you probably need new floors. So you're going to want to get in touch with our friends at Empire today. You know Empire, 588-2300, that little man with the mustache, and then he turned into an animated man with a mustache. That's a Chicago institution, my friends.
0: They've been been trusted for floors in this city longer than I've been alive, and I've been alive a lot longer than I expected to be.
1: That's exactly right. You know what,
0: though? I was listening to the
1: PHNX show the other day to do a little scouting. They have the Empire carpet Reed too. Empire is an empire of flooring. See what I did there? With Empire Today, you get shop-at-home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low-price guarantee. Listen, folks, you don't stay in business for 100,000 years like Empire has if you suck. They don't suck. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, they have copycats, but they can't beat Empire on quality, service, speed, So they advertise low-quality products that they simply won't carry. They won't promise you the lowest prices because anyone who does it is putting flooring in your home that you would not put in yours, want put in yours. Empire keeps shopping for floors with a simple and curated product selection. Their philosophy is to help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with a thousand choices and substitutes. What they leave out of their selection is as important as what they put in every empire product team exhaustively combs through thousands of product samples each year to find the perfect styles for you they've got a virtual floor designer which is a great way to see how your new floors will look in any space it's easy to snap a picture and instantly see how new floors will look in your room it's awesome they uh they service their own warranties if an issue does arise just call empire they service all warranties themselves you don't have to track down a manufacturer's phone number. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All CHGO listeners can receive $350 off when they use the promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com CHGO for details. Empire Today. Go get new floors. Mop up that puke and then get some new floors. You'll appreciate it boy I, th- this is one of those games Greg where you're just like what do you even what do you even say anymore I mean like that once as soon as that that fourth goal went in off the back off the top of the net into the net you just knew it was gonna be one of these nights
0: yeah I kind of had a feeling it was gonna be one of those nights before that but that just confirmed it yeah <laughs> that was just like all right cool. Like, when that went in, I was basically like, can we just do the pre post-game yeah. show now? Yeah, we'll like, just record is, it. This is pointless.
1: Just Steven, just edit it and we'll be We'll yeah. just record a series of four to one, five to one, six to one. I, you just plug them in as we go.
0: Like we were going to do all last year. We <laughs> right. did Because yeah. we did the same post-game team show. name here. It's yeah. the same yeah. thing. We did the same post-game show, like, 74 out of 82 games last and year. And I will
1: say, like, every year, every team has a game like this. But this one feels especially bad because of what happened last game.
0: We were saying it was an identity win. Yes. And this was an identity-stripping loss.
1: Yes, and you were looking forward to – and like I said, I want to see a few shifts where the Hawks control the point. They had a couple. They had a couple, but they lost 8-1. to one. So it doesn't really matter, does it? You know, no. it's just it, – it's. I, I like part of me wants to just kind of like say, all right, wasn't their night. Let's erase it, throw it away. I think that's probably – what Luke will say tonight, I'm trying to see more quotes coming out from him. There are some Foligno uh, quotes here from Lazarus. Uh, he says, quote, this is going to be really weird to say this, but maybe it's a good thing it happens and we have five days to chew on it because I hope our team understands how you have to respect this league. More from Felino. quote, we have to learn there's really good teams in this league, and if we're trying to become one of them, there's a right and a wrong way to play. That's good stuff uh richardson uh this is via ben pope said he had hoped to get solder bloom out earlier but he wanted to give mrazik some time to warm up considering his history of groin injuries and things snowballed quickly in the meantime that's actually very smart of him um and he was also going to be a nominee for one of our four stars uh but he did give up that goal not his fault but um you know so if you want to get your votes in Bedard, jones felino are the candidates and i think Nick Foligno should be getting some votes simply because of the things he said post game. Yeah, and And if they're not listening to him, it's a concern.
0: I mean, you got your two, two your veterans, two guys wearing the letter on their on their jersey, saying, you know, saying exactly what we saw. This team didn't come ready to play. They thought they could just walk on the ice, wave to the last row of seats, eleven rows up. And get their two points. Yeah. And then the Coyotes said, nope. Yeah. You can get your 28-second goal. We got it from here. Um, and, yeah, Felino, he tried to change, you know, the course of the game. There was kind of a questionable hit on on Seth Jones. So he grabs Liam O'Brien. <laughs> well, actually, he talked to Liam O'Brien. Leo, Liam, Liam O'Brien says, yeah, we'll fight. And he's. Pretty much sucker punches him before he could get his gloves off. Yeah, that was gloves off. lame. And that and pissed that, off that, Lino. Old, that look he was giving him yep. was, like, scarier than any horror movie you could watch tomorrow. I just love how he was swatting his hand down and then just, bam, got yeah. him with the other. Like
1: He popped him, man. That was I mean, that's it.
0: He, he gave him a shiner, had to get a couple stitches, and Liam O'Brien, with one eye, still scored a goal against the Blackhawks. By tonight. the way,
1: not that it matters, but that was definitely a kick.
0: I don't know what they were looking at well, in that. I don't, I think it was uh, it wasn't a purposeful. I don't
1: know. Don't it, it, like it to me, but eh, it, would only okay. would been, it only would have been seven to one. Right, we need to address the elephant room because the chat's doing it too. We are nine games into this season, and Lucas Reichel doesn't have a point. Yeah, and I I'm look I'm patient. You, for, since the inception of CHGO Blackhawks, we have preached patience with development. We have said, it's going to take time. You're going to have to go through some growing pains, yada, yada, yada. There's no way a player with that skill level should go nine games without a point. That's
0: almost impossible. You're right. And, but he, he he's playing well defensively. He's getting better. He's doing all the things the center needs to do except driving the offense. But as I mentioned it, and I'm not making excuses for not having no points yet, but, I'm not exactly sure how he's supposed to get points with some of these linemates he's got. Well, he's a guy that creates offense, but then he looks to his left or right, and there's Taylor Radish. Can't keep up with him. You know, I'm just saying
1: though, you're right. That's valid. But in 14:59 of ice time, he had one shot.
0: Yeah, it's unacceptable.
1: Like it's got to be better. And Connor Bedard spent a lot of this year playing with Ryan Donato. Let's Phil Kurashev isn't exactly uh, Mario Lemieux out there. Like at some point it feels like we're making excuses for Reichel and like the way he looked at the end of last year, he looked terrific. He looked like the guy we thought they were drafting. He looked like the guy we all thought he was going to be. He happened to be playing wing. Then is the center thing. Is it too soon? I don't know. I'm not the coach. I'm not the GM. All I know is at some point, Lucas Reichel, who has been a scorer his entire life, is going to look at that score sheet and go, my God, I don't have a point. Yeah. And every game that goes by where he doesn't score is a shot on his confidence. Yeah. And it seems like at some point, the more they let him struggle and the more they let him continue this without making some sort of adjustment, the worse it could get. Because if they say, let's say their magic number is 15 games to try him at center, and he goes 15 games without a point? Are you beyond the point of return? Then, like I don't know, I, I I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I really don't. But they've got to do something to get him going. Either put
0: him on the first power play.
1: With Bedard,
0: I would I said that like five games ago. Yeah, that did get him some confidence. They
1: they put him on at the end of the what's game. What's the
0: difference that pot, that unit basically plays one fifty five of every power play? Exactly. Anyway. Yeah, they don't get off the ice. Yeah, they so put him
1: out there. Well, and that's we talked about this last game too. Is if power play one's going to be out there the entire power play, then maybe you do got to get Korchinski on power play one and Reichel on power play one because it's not producing. Right, it's out there and they've got puck possession and they're moving it around. They're hitting posts, they're getting shots that go wide, they're getting shots saved, but nothing's going in. Fine. If you're going to play them for the entire power play, load it up.
0: Load it yeah. up with all your offensive firepower
1: and, and see what happens. A power play
0: goal could open the f- like get him gripping the stick a little. And even if and even if
1: he's scoring on the power play and not scoring at 5 on 5, at least in his mind, he's producing. He is still producing. He's
0: adding, he's he's contributing. Yes, and the, the 5
1: on 5 will come, but I think you just can't keep having him go out game after game, night after night with zeros across the board. So there's two solutions,
0: possible solutions. You could start as early as Saturday. And we'll get an idea at practice this week. Do you, A, scrap him at center and put him on the wing, put him up with Bedard, or do you keep him at center and put him with Khrushchev and Athanasia, the trio that looked so good at the end of the last year. I know we've been dogging Athanasiu to t- today. But he's here for two years. But that line looked really good last year, and it looked really good in training camp before Khrushchev got hurt and Athanasiu got sick. Those are your two options right now. You have to do one of those two things.
1: I agree. Here's what I do. And and if you want to, if, if Luke and Kyle are looking for a way to say this to Luke, Lucas where it doesn't feel like he failed at center, say, look. Uh, with Taylor Hall out, we need a top six winger with Bedard. You are our best option. So until Taylor Hall's back, we're moving you back up to wing on the top line. And then when Taylor comes back, we'll figure out what we're going to do with you at center. Because then you also free him up. When that happens, you could have Bedard, Hall, and Felino. Then you could have the line you mentioned, Khrushchev, Reichel, Athanasiu, fine. But right now, they've got to find a way to get him going. With the Taylor Hall injury, you have an excuse. Because you have to get a legit top six up there with Bedard. It can't be up to him to produce all the offense every game. And he's done a pretty good job at it. I mean, he if truth be told, he's got goals in four straight games. I know that one was disallowed, but he did it. He put the puck in the back of the net. Like he's doing what he can. But when he's the only guy on the roster posing any sort of consistent offensive threat, he's gonna be the tightest checked guy on the team. Like you can talk about Sidney Crosby's rookie year; he had Mario Lemieux with him, right? You can go through all these great rookies, and and they all had good players with them. That's not the case right now, especially with Taylor Hall out. There has to be some kind of consideration given both to Reichel to get its production going, and to Bedard to take a little bit of the workload off of him, yeah, because it's it's too much. It's not anything again. Dart is handling it fine. I'm not worried about Bedard. I just want him to get a little bit of support. I'm looking at the roster that uh, uh, Connor McDavid started his career with. He had Taylor Hall on his team. Jordan Eberle was on his team. A 20-year-old Leon Dreissel, so not the same guy, obviously. But I've already named three guys more talented. Pat Maroon, a younger, a 27-year-old Pat Maroon. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was coming into his own then. Like They had offensive talent with him. The Hawks don't have that. They don't have enough, and and you've got to find a way. Look, I, I think Bedard can go on and keep producing the way he is, right? I have no doubt about that, but, man, let, let's, let's get him a little bit of support so it's not every game is such a grind
0: for him. Right, and I know we went into this season with very low expectations. We didn't think this was going to be a, a playoff team. We knew that there was going to be a lot more losses this year. We said if everything goes right, they get average NHL goaltending, they could probably hit 70 points this season. But it's just not going the way we envisioned it. Like these, the two losses to Montreal and the Coyotes, those were not losses we saw last year. Right. So, and yes, they're playing, they're down one of their best forwards in Taylor Hall. They're down. Arguably their best defensive defenseman in Alex Vlasic. Those two guys are out there tonight. You know, do they win the game? I don't know. It's probably not as bad. Right. You would hope not. So, yeah, it's just... We've already had two games that you question the effort. That's... You shouldn't be having that. That's that's the disheart. It's not that they're losing, but you know we knew going in that you know they weren't going to be a good team, but they shouldn't be embarrassing themselves. They're better than that. Not embarrassing yourselves to the Arizona Coyotes. No, I, but I mean even like if they, even they if got, it was they, Vegas. Got, they got dominated in that the second period against Boston, but you, you would expect that in the the Colorado game. Yeah. We all kind of were just like, eh, the talent gap is much bigger. The talent gap between the coyotes and the Hawks. There's a difference. The coyotes are a more more talented team up top, but it's not, it's probably the the smallest talent gap they've had this year. So why do you lose by seven?
1: It's, it's hard to believe. Uh, Another quote from Nick Foligno here via, Mark Lazarus, quote, this one hurts, this one sucks. I hate losing, especially like that. I hope every guy takes it a little personal and understands there's a standard that we're trying to get to, and that was nowhere close. Another quote, it's a bad feeling in here because we're talking about trying to grow this. That was a perfect example of not anywhere close to what we're trying to do. I mean, that (laughs) Foligno is just going and going and going. It's just there's not a lot of Richardson quotes rolling in for whatever reason. Maybe he's trying to play it cool and he's going to flip over a table in the team meeting, but Felino Felino and Jones have been the two, in this post game to really step up and say what needs to be said. And and i and I'm you know sometimes when when you see a loss like this, like you emotionally overreact, and maybe there's things that were happening that you weren't seeing. When the two veteran leaders on this team say the same thing we said to start this show, we're assuming victory. We're not playing hard enough. That's it. Like, yeah, to be honest with you, I'd rather you. hear
0: I would rather hear that from the players than the coach.
1: I agree. And that I mean, look, like that's what Lucas said all year about leadership is hey, I'm gonna let the veterans on this team handle the locker room. They're gonna be the ones who, for the most part, police things. Cause I we have guys in here who I trust to do that. And he's right. They do have guys. But at some point, like there's got to be a consequence. And I know, you know, sitting Andreas Athanasiu, that was a consequence, right? We talked about in the pregame. We're going to keep an eye on his response.
0: Still That's waiting. it? Still waiting that, for
1: like, it. Seriously, a guy who's played in the league that long, as long as Athanasiu has played in this league,
0: for that to be his response, that is super concerning. It's, it tells you exactly why at the end of the last year during his exit interview, he was kind of like, Well, I don't know where I'm playing next year, you know. It's really not up to me. Even though it is kind of up to you, but there's a reason that that guy's been on as many teams as he's been on.
1: He's a very frustrating player. Very. Because you know what's going to happen Saturday is he's going to make some dazzling end-to-end rush and score, and all's going to be forgotten. But, my God, those are so few and far between now. He's just been a complete non-factor. And and when you have these young teams – Guys like Athanasiu should be excited to get a bigger opportunity than they would get on it. you know, if this guy was on Colorado or if he was on Vegas, he'd be a healthy scratch or a fourth liner or a best a third liner. On this team, he should be getting top six, but he's done nothing to earn it. Nothing to earn that opportunity. If anything, what he has earned is another healthy scratch on Saturday. Yeah. And again, I don't want to put this whole loss on him. But as, as you hear Nick Felino and Seth Jones like not saying it but kind of saying it about questioning the character early in the season here that guy is to me that's 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 exhibit a is a than to see you because again if in the sports I played if I got singled out by my coach as the guy who got benched as soon as I'm back in there I'm chomping at the bit to prove him wrong and say, you made a mistake, you saw it wrong, or, you're right, I played like ass, I'm going to show you that I want it. I'm going to show you that I'm never going to let you down again. And (laughs) Athanasiou's response was, zeros across the board, and a minus three
0: in 12 minutes. What? It's a good thing he didn't play 15. Good lord. He could have used some ramp power on the ice. (laughs) Well, never mind. Yes, (laughs) you're right. The good kind of ramp power. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Uh, And if you need some Ram power in your life and you're in the market for a new vehicle, We've got some great news for you. Much better than any other thing we've talked about so far tonight other than Connor Bedard's goal. Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram in Fox Lake have joined the CHGO team at Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You'll always be able to shop one of Chicago's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And right now during Ram Power Days at Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram in Fox Lake, you'll be able to secure 0% financing or 17% off new ram models but that's not all now through october 31st that's tomorrow so you better hurry in explore their newly renovated showroom and take advantage of limited time seven year anniversary savings that's very limited time like less than 24 hours so if you're in the market for a new vehicle and you have to check out the team at ray chrysler dodge jeep and ram because they're the only team we recommend visit them today on route 12 in fox lake for more information Visit raycdjr.com today, serving the community since 1963. And we want to tell you about our friends at
1: Circa Sportsbook. They've got tight money line splits, a low hold model. Games will strive to be a minus 110 split on the Circa Sports menu, unlike other jerk ass sportsbooks that may use minus 115 or minus 120 splits. Oh my god. Circa Sports keeps as little money as possible on their large market bets like futures, golf tournaments, etc., especially compared to other books. High app limits and transparency is the name of the game with Circa. They do not limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do limit winning players. That doesn't seem fair. We encourage bettors to download and explore all sports betting apps available, compare the lines, from each sports book, and we're confident that you will find Circa is consistently the best. There are real people behind the Circa Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other books who use chatbots, those evil chatbots. All aspects of the app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circa Sports book at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Listen, folks, if you haven't caught on yet, this is about the customer. Circa is committed to the customer, not to lining their pockets with your money download the Circus sports illinois at at i'm sorry download the Circus sports illinois app at circuissports.com/illinois-app to sign up today also be on the lookout for Circa events watch parties and tailgates if you or someone you know may have a gambling problem with gambling yes call 1-800-GAMBLER that's 1-800-426-2537 text GAMB to 833-234 or visit are you really winning.com? If you are the Blackhawks, no, you are not really winning. All right. Are we ready to call the uh, four star of the game? It's kind of a runaway. Yeah, here. this is a runaway. All right. With 71% of the votes as of right now, I don't think anyone's going to catch up with this. Connor Bedard is the Chats four star of the game. Again, finished the game with a goal. Three shots on goal, four shot attempts. Um, not one of his most dynamic overall games, but it's always good to see him dent the net. And man, there were a few opportunities in this game where he just unleashed that shot and you know (laughs) there's gonna come a point this season where he gets on a on a on a heater and those things start finding the back of the net and he's gonna have, you know, after the end of a week he's gonna have like six goals in four games or something.
0: I think there's a reason that he seems to be scoring a lot on his first shot of the game, because I think it surprises the shit out of the goalie. Yeah. Whoa! That was on quickly. It gets off the stick. Yeah. That could. That was the case with Connor Ingram tonight. That was probably the case, you know, uh, in in Vegas as well, where it's like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Like Connor Ingram probably just he saw him flick the wrist and like as he's waiting for the shot, it's already behind him. Uh, he's going to surprise a lot. There of guys. was
1: one moment in this game where Bedard shot it like a, an inch wide and it hit the backs, you know, the boards behind the net. And I saw Ingram react as it hit the board. Like, he's like, whoa, a shot just went past me. Like, there is a lot of stank on those shots. And we knew that's where, what he was yeah. bringing to the league and that was going to be the difference. There was also a moment in this game where he used his speed and his edge work. Um, we talk about a who's maybe faster straight ahead, but Bedard knows how to use his speed and change speeds and navigate his way through defenders, or he kind of turned on the jets unexpectedly past the Coyotes defender to create another chance. So, uh, look, I, I think Bedard has been as advertised. I don't know if I, I would imagine most of our CHGO audience agrees. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that expect him to score a hat trick every night. We had someone in the pregame show say fair to expect a hat trick tonight. No,
0: never right. from anyone. It's no, not fair to expect that. But we should have we should have combined Fort Star and Connor's corner together. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I yeah I agree. I, I don't. I think he's 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 shown numerous times why multiple teams tried to flush a season down the toilet to get him. Definitely, uh, he's he's as good as advertised. He's only going to get better. We have not even scratched the surface on what he could do at this level. Uh, you know, just, I keep thinking of what it's going to look like in three, four years when he's out there with Nazar and Oliver Moore and, and some of these other young kids coming up Yeah, guys that have, they're the playing speed, really well too. Th- yes, they are. And, and uh, we'll have the next edition of the rebuild report out later this week. Um, some, some good stuff happening in the prospect. but that's why it's like, yeah, uh, they lose eight to one Arizona, but, Big picture, Bedard's proving he can score at the NHL level. Um, you know, Kevin Korchinski—he had the assist on that Kaczynski, Korchinski to Bedard. Get used beautiful. to get, get used to hearing that
1: beautiful pass.
0: Kevin Korchinski—this was his ninth game today. He's not—he's an NHLer. He's here all, all season. I would imagine so. He's not looked overwhelmed at any point this season. Has he made mistakes? Absolutely. Yeah, that last goal he could have been better on. There's yes. no doubt about it. But has he looked overwhelmed? No. No. So the, that's the big picture stuff to be, that you should be happy about.
1: And keep in mind, as we bitch about some of the individual performances in this game, again, like last year, a lot of these dudes are not going to be here when it actually right. matters. Yeah. Like, Andreas tathana is not going to be a Blackhawk when the Blackhawks are ready to compete again. No. He's just not. Like a lot of those guys are. And what we're learning here is he okay. Will
0: be, he will be a Nashville predator because he is the perfect Nashville predator. Yes, he <laughs> is. But
1: you can say you could check Bedard, right? Bedard's a certainty. Korczynski is seems like a certainty. Vlasic seems like a certainty. Yes. That's
0: three. That's three. The only one of these future guys that you have to be concerned about right now is, as we mentioned, Lucas Reichel. Is Reichel. You and want more from him at this point. And I
1: will say. I am. I know Reichel's an NHL player. It's just to what level, right? Is he Michael Frolik? Is he Marcus Kruger? Is he name smallish European
0: dude? <laughs> you know, right? With Is he a top six, middle six, or bottom six? Yeah, and right that now I'm leaning middle six, yet. but you know, right? But he again, let's. You know we get some more we just gotta get him his confidence going and you know find the right combination if it's on the wing, if it's you know with other guys you know these are things but this is what this season is about, right is exactly figuring out what where he fits in and what he does and yeah but yes, it's concerning his start, very concerning uh but again, big picture things for the most part they've been very good. Arvid Soderblom, we've seen the good version, and we've seen the not very good version. But, again, young goaltending behind a young team, you're going to have that. You know, uh, Wyatt Kaiser, still think he needs that time in Rockford.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. He, but Phillips really struggled today, Yes, too. he did.
0: He did. He was, you know, he took a couple penalties. I'm giving no one Allen a look. I'm sorry. That's and, just me. you know, I, I think... Kaiser needs the needs the uh, needs the Rockford some time in Rockford. He was on the ice for three goals against, and I know a lot of people right away say, "Well, he's Tenorti's partner." That can't be an excuse for every time he's on the like the one goal he literally screened Arvid Soderblom.
1: Yeah, he was standing. So so you either
0: block the shot or get out of the way so the goalie can make the save. Right. So yeah, there's there's things big picture that are going well. So that's why the 8-1 losses, you know, hopefully, you know, when these rest of these kids get here, when it's Allen and DeMastro and Comezzo's your starting goalie, and it's Nazar, and it's Moore, and it's Ryan Green and Gavin Hayes, we're not going to care about this 8-1 loss anymore. That's why I just keep telling myself when I watch games where I get upset because, yeah, the effort needs to be better. Well most of these guys are going to be half-assed against the Coyotes in different uniforms when these games actually matter.
1: Yeah. It's still, it still is frustrating because I, just, you know, with Bedard here, there's a different level of attention on it. And, you know, I wrote a couple weeks ago for Blackhawks beat. There'll be a new one out tomorrow. Um, just like, is it time to get a little bit of help for Bedard, like a counter-Garland type or whatever, just to get a little more scoring depth in here because you can sell me all the Taylor Radish you want and the Athanasiu you want. I think we all knew... Then last year, those guys put up numbers because someone has to. Someone has to. Like when when Kane and Taves and Domi and all those guys are shipped out of town, someone has to score goals. Yeah. You're not going to get shut out every game, right? Someone has to put them in. I Look, I, I need to see more. And, and I know this year is not about winning. I know it. But I would like to see at least one more offensive player brought in here however it may be. Maybe there's a free agent sitting out there that hasn't been signed yet. We know who Mario wants. Uh, Lebowski Five says maybe call Cole Gutman back up. I'm not opposed to that. I thought Cole Gutman looked good. It's just like Richardson said, I'm sorry, what Davidson said after the draft is getting with Dart doesn't change the rebuild, and we praise him for that, right? He is sticking to the plan. He is not abandoning things and bringing in a bunch of talent. He's smarter than me. He's a GM, and I'm not. Uh, and we had uh, um, Chris Peters on, and said Bedard is is the shortcut. He's going to cut a year off the back end of the right. rebuild, not the front. Exactly. So there are. It's going to be okay. It's just when you have a game like this that is such a disappointing outcome. And again, it's not because of the score necessarily. It's because of the effort, right? Like eight to one, fine. You ball it up, you throw it away. The goalie didn't play well. There were some bad breaks both ways. Uh, fine. But for Nick Foligno to be saying, we took this team for granted, we thought we were going to win, that's what worries me. That's what bothers me. Bother is more the word than worry.
0: Yeah, this team is in not a position to think they can beat anybody. They got to work for it. That's what last year's team did. That's what this year's team does. Most nights. Yeah. When they're playing teams better than them, but when they're playing teams that are closer to their level still better to them but closer to their level they just think oh okay all of a sudden we can just waltz into the Mullen Arena and win no you can't you still you have to work just as hard there's nowhere they can walk in and you waltz have to work win. just as hard to beat the Arizona coyotes as you did to beat the Vegas Golden Knights so you know't but that's the thing is like the other frustrating thing is like we've seen it we saw
1: them. And, look, maybe Vegas walked in, too, thinking they were going to cakewalk the Hawks. And maybe when they got up to nothing, they're like, whatever, this is over. And the Hawks kind of kept them sleeping. And then once they were on their heels, it was too late. But you saw when this team bears down and focuses on every shift and focuses on every pass and every check and every defense that they can hang. Yeah. If they had played the way they played against Vegas,
0: they would have won this game 8-1. Yeah. But they didn't. They, they just played against Toronto. Or the way they played against Boston in that first game. They play – it's almost as if they,
1: they focus out of fear of being embarrassed. So when they play Montreal and they play Arizona, thinking, well, these teams aren't going to embarrass us. They're the most embarrassing there's losses no, in the year. There's nothing so
0: wrong with getting embarrassed by the Colorado Avalanche like they did.
1: Yeah. That's one of the best teams yeah. in hockey. I don't think anyone during the Colorado Post game was like, there's major problems here. No, we all knew – That they were going to get their asses skated around in that game. Because Colorado does that to everybody.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, it's maybe, you know, you get back home here. The Hawks are going to be home for a while. You're nine games into the season. You know, you kind of got an idea now what's out there. Maybe this is the time where Kyle Davidson says, all right, do I try and shake things up here? Like, I'm seeing what I'm seeing here, you know, or does he just stay the course? I mean, I. it's so easy to say just go out and make a trade, but nobody's trading right now. Right. Like, the whole Connor Garland thing. That's it. That's that, the only option you could probably just, do right now. But it's it's been two, three weeks already, yeah. and nothing. The only report to ever come out was that... They gave his agent permission to go find a trade, and there has been nothing since then. Usually you see, you'll at least hear, you know, an Elliott Freeman or Frank Cervalli will say, somebody's sniffing this. Like, look yeah, for, and I, look I for, heard it today heard and there was nothing. no update. You've heard nothing. Yeah. But again, I think it's also because a lot of other teams don't aren't ready to give up things either. They're, it's still too early. Yeah. So maybe by Thanksgiving... You get a little action on that?
1: That's usually when the trades start. American Thanksgiving is kind of well, the Well, that's when wind. they
0: that's that's the the traditional thing about like it was quarter quarter like, way through the it's season. It's like what are they what is it? Like eighty percent of the teams who are in a playoff spot on American Thanksgiving make the playoffs. Yeah. So that's when you start to see but you really don't start to see any like significant trades until after Christmas. But if Garland wants out so bad, you know, we'll see what happens. But I think, you know, I know Davidson has been, stayed of course, stayed of course, but I agree with you, Jay, and and I I wasn't on that train of thought two weeks ago, but you got to get a little more talent in here right now. Not anything that's going to derail, you know, a possible top five pick again, but you just got to get somebody in here that either, you know, Gets more out of Bedard or gets Lucas Reichel jump started. You got to get Lucas Reichel producing and soon, or else you're at danger of of losing him for the season between his between his ears. Yeah, you and don't we've want seen to that, that with other young players. That's bad. It's hard to come back from that. Absolutely.
1: All right, uh, we got still got to do Counters Corner, and we're gonna reward the Hoosier Hawk winner of the game. But first, we want to tell you about our friends at Goose Island. We are supported by Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer since 1988. Their fabulous beer roster. Of course, you got the Oktoberfest, the Beer Hug family, the 312 Wheat Ale, the Full Pocket Pills. I'm a big fan of the Green Line. Big love the Green Line. Um, it's all so damn good. The 312, of course, is just a standard. Grab an ultra fresh, brewery exclusive beer at Goose Island's original. Brew House on Clybourne in Lincoln Park, or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer, and I made a trip this weekend to Sunnyside, my home and your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping. A place for all kinds of visitors, no matter where you are on your cannabis journey, are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside is going to help you elevate your football season, and when you walk in there. You're going to feel good. You're going to feel educated. You're not going to feel like you don't know what you're doing. The folks at Sunnyside are helpful. They are patient. They're going to make you feel educated because an educated customer is a returning customer. And that's what they want. I talk all the time about the Mindy's and the good news. But guess what I found from good news this trip? Little shorties. Little pre-rolls about yay big. If you could do the whole thing and you're going to be on the couch for a while. You could do half the thing when you're out walking the dog or whatever and feel good. But, man, that was exactly what I was looking for. I got the brunch uh, strain. Tremendous. I was in a fantastic mood all day. I like brunch. After having one of those. They also have the wonderful gummies like the counting sheep that I use most nights of my life to sleep. And those rechargeable vape pens. Love the Good News brand. Also, check out Remedy. Welcome to wellness-minded cannabis. just Delivered in easy forms and precise doses Find remedy tinctures, capsules, and RSO available in relief and rest benefits at a Sunnyside near you. And now through, well, today, October 31st, head to sunnyside.shop and use that code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. And that's not only for new customers. Anyone can use that code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season and survive an 8-1 Hawks loss must be 21 plus or an Illinois med card holder. All right. He's got the hemlet right next to him there. Still smells like bacon from Charlie's Garage. The winner of today's Hoosier Hawk is your friend and mine. I'm off the schneid. Greg Boyson.
0: Off the schneid. Thank you.
1: We're catching up with on, Mario. Yes.
0: We are now tied for worst.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're both in second. That's how we,
0: that's how we look yes, at it. Tied for. Speed. There's
1: only one person ahead of us.
0: We're tied for the (laughs) runner-up position. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Mario with five wins. Greg and I each have two, but we'll get back on the board. We'll get in there. We're
0: tied for second, which means if we were the Nashville Predators, we'd have a banner. That's right.
1: We would have a banner for second. By the way, Remedy,
0: my favorite uh, uh, Black Crow song.
1: That is a great song. Yes. I will say Sting Me is better. This is a discussion I've had for years. Anyway, uh, congrats, Greg. Good job. Thank you. Connor Bedard was the reason he won. So let's go to Connor's Corner and update the stats, and we'll wrap this bad boy up. Connor Medard with a goal, three shots on goal, four shot attempts, 18.30 of ice time, and somebody called for it in a chat, and yes, he's going to get credit for this. Put a check on Sean Dursey. Yeah. I don't know if he knocked him down, but he knocked him to at least a knee.
0: Caught him by surprise. He's a little
1: more physical than he gets credit for. Yeah. He's got those those
0: thick legs,
1: those big quads, and that low center of gravity. He is tough to knock down, and he could take some people out. I always heard in football, low man wins. Well, most of the time, Conor Bernard is the low
0: man. <laughs> he's got them tree trunk legs. You yep. know, he's not backing down from anybody. He does have a little physicalness to his game. I know he's always out there, and, and – uh, smiling and, and being you know the kind of the galley G whiz kind of kid, but he'll knock you on your ass if you let him. Um, so you know uh, nice to see that. you know it's still a little strange at times to see a, an undersized player with the number eight at the end of his <laughs> double digit number finishing a check, finishing a check, back checking, four checking. It's a little weird to see that. It still catches me off guard. I'll I'll get used to that. But, uh, you know, there's a completeness to Conor Bedard's game. Everybody talks about the goal scoring, but he also says, I'm not just a shooter, I'm a playmaker. His passing and vision is elite. But he will throw a check. He will make, you know, a defensive play. He does care about playing in all three zones, not just shooting the puck.
1: Um, it was LNK, by the way, who said that, so I want to give him credit. We also have uh, we got a comment from Gmail account. Thanks, Gmail. He says, Bedard is tougher than he looks. Absolutely. And uh, some super chats to get to. Windy City Hockey said, Richardson needs to run a back skate next practice. He kind of did that last week with that we're going to compete, going to the corners practice. It wasn't just skating back and forth. Uh, he kind of disguised the back skate as a competitive practice, but I don't know. You can only go to that well so many times. There's got to be specific consequences for guys, so we'll see what happens. Young Dangle God on brand, as always, says, I have a crazy idea. Why don't we sign Kaner already and put him on the line with Bedard? We would have only lost 8-4 tonight instead, Mm -hmm. and then chips in his dollar. Thank you. Probably
0: would have allowed a couple more goals defensively. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) sure. It probably
1: would have been 10-4.
0: Yeah, 10-4, good buddy.
1: And uh, Tom F., who uh, paid you to not say the word bowls anymore. Uh, chimes in with his own. My bowels hurt after this one. Yes, Tom, we're with you on that one, really buddy.
0: Offici- I can't say that word anymore. You can't you, say balls you, anymore. Sorry. Right. Pay ten bucks. It's all right. Yep. Appreciate I, uh, it. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah. All right. We are off tomorrow on Halloween. Uh, my Blackhawks beat will be out around ten a.m. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Uh, it is. I think this is the final one that's going to be unlocked for all. After that, it's going to be behind the paywall for diehards only at all dot com rebuild reports coming on wednesday we're back wednesday at 2 30 with a show uh prize and practice to cover yep, uh, an interesting practice on wednesday. yeah i'm gonna be looking forward to seeing that one that's for sure so make sure you join us wednesday at two thirty. in the meantime make sure you check out all the other great chgo shows uh that are will be on tomorrow uh, but enjoy your halloween be safe hey if some teenagers come to your door trick-or-treating give them candy They've chosen trick-or-treating over vandalizing, after sp- uh, over spray painting, after drinking out of their minds. They made a good choice. They chose childhood over partying, so reward these kids. Yes. And nobody's Kim's giving your kids
0: free drugs either.
1: That's right. No one's giving your kids any free drugs. You are not getting any of my sunny side. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. All right. We'll talk to everybody Wednesday at 2.30 on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.
0: <laughs>